Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Empowered Artist Collective podcast. My name is Jennifer Apple, and this week I talked to casting director Erica Jensen, who shares her personal journey of getting her MFA in acting to finding her true calling in casting. We discuss the evolving landscape of auditions in this quote-unquote post-pandemic world. We get into the particulars around the technical aspects of self-tapes and navigating one's social media presence. We also speak about the significance of cultivating relationships, the joy of discovering and launching careers that Erica has gotten to do and will continue to do. And we also unpack deeper intricacies of casting. Enjoy. Erica Jensen, hi. Hi. (laughs) We were just talking before we pressed play about how it's been so long since we've physically seen each other. And obviously we're not even in the same room here, but just like Mm -hmm. what time has done with this whole strange world that we're currently living in. And yeah, it's just it's amazing. It's it's wild. It's lovely to see a fellow bouncy curled human across the screen. <laughs> um, for anybody who does not know who you are, who are you today? Oh well, today I am. Uh, I well, I'm Erica Jensen, and I am a casting director and an acting teacher, and a mom. <laughs> Love. I think. Um, I think that one of my big things right now is um, uh, just a constant. Uh, like obsession with my child mm-hmm. who is um, I mean, I think I've always been obsessed, but um, a little more lately because she's in, in middle school. Aww. And I think we can all kind of remember what being in middle school was like. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'm just, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm so I think about her being in middle school all the time yeah <laughs> and are like you what that was to, like, like and... become friends with her is it at that point or is it feeling like the middle school contentious like you don't know anything because now I'm an adult middle school yeah it's kind of both it's okay. like we're 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 very close um and she's you know we're 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 friends um at the same time mm-hmm. um she tells me that I don't know anything. She also yeah. tells me I'm not cool. Yeah. And, um, and that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely puts it in perspective and probably it puts keeps it on your in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, but I am kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. No, if like, if you asked any of your peers, it'd be like, no, Erica's pretty cool. You actually have a really cool mom. And she'd be like, no, I don't. Yeah. But then maybe one no, day she'd be like, no, yeah. my mom's really cool though. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I my think s- maybe one day she'll know that I'm cool. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. I even right think now, about... right now, there's no, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like me as a middle schooler, one day was like, I love my mom. And the next day, I was like, I can't be here. You know, just like the full spectrum of emotion. So if you yeah. can make it through that, then you're Gucci, really. Um, yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing about that part of yourself. I feel like you probably don't mm-hmm. get to chat much about your home life in this space like this and people are like bringing you on to talk probably mostly about what you do as a job so thank you for right sharing. right right yeah absolutely it's funny I would um I would love to just like talk about parent stuff I mean we could <laughs> but the I, yeah. balance is real and people I think it's yeah. relevant you know if yeah that's yeah I share. Think that, well I think it's um well as far as it uh pertains to um uh what you know um the entertainment world that we both um, live in. I think that um, 
I will say that one thing that the pandemic has done for us that's not um, the worst is uh, maybe making it uh, easier for parents to audition mm-hmm. and for parents to go out of town and, um, uh, you know, um, having Zoom as an option to audi- to be able to audition so you don't have to worry about um, childcare. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that we can, that, should that we can look at as um uh, a, a big change yeah in our industry that i think is is for uh that's that can maybe fall into the pro category mm-hmm. uh where we have so many um you know where i feel like we have a lot of cons you know feeling uh, uh not great feelings about um our current state of how we audition um yeah. how things have changed a lot i know that um people have a lot of feelings about not coming in person and um, making self tapes. And um, I I do want to offer the one thing that's really good for parents. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's a real thing. Is real. real Yeah. You save, you know, you save money and save on travel and save on um, um, being away from your, from your child. Maybe sometimes you do want to be away from your kid. But (laughs) at the same time, it's like, Having the option to like, you don't yeah. have to turn down an audition because you can do it on Zoom or you can yeah. continue. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by extension, also anybody who doesn't have, you know, a family unit, even just for oneself to have the flexibility of perhaps mm-hmm. visiting family or friends right. or being able to mm-hmm. be more remote with a job that isn't, you know, perhaps directly in the industry or something that allows you to stay afloat or if you're on vacation. Like there's some yeah. things that definitely in that respect have really opened up possibility for location, at least initially, which I I do see the the pro of that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And also, for sure, like the flip side of the frustration of wanting to be felt in a room. But we'll, well, I'm sure we'll go down that path. Yeah, shortly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I'm curious if you're cool to just tell us a little bit of a background as to how you found yourself um, casting and what drew you to that as um, your primary profession. Well, I was an actor. I studied to be an actor. Um, I have an MFA in acting and I came to New York uh, for that purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. And I ended up um, in an internship at a um, theater um, called Playwrights Horizons, Mm -hmm. off-Broadway theater here in New York City. And um, I ended up an intern in the casting office, um, which is where I met James Caleri and Elaine Aldaffer. I... um, and that was the first time I'd ever even heard of casting or knew what that was. When I was in grad school, I didn't know the relationship between casting directors and agents. I didn't even realize casting was a job. So, um, um, so when I got the internship, um, um, in the casting office at Playwrights Horizons, it was, it was, uh, it just opened up another, um, world and opened yeah. up a whole path that I never even considered. And Did they um, just put you I, there, or were you like, "I'm applying to playwrights and to be I an applied, internship?" Yeah, I applied um, to to do an internship, um, uh, and um, and um, they had um, a, they have a really good internship program. They had an inter- they they had interns in casting and in lit, uh, in the literary um, department, uh, and we were right next to each other, which was really fun. Um, um, the playwright Jordan Harrison, I don't know if you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was an intern at the same time that I was. And okay. so, 
he was deciding like what he was going to do with his life. If he was going to go to film school, if he was going to be a playwright. And I think he chose wisely. He's doing really well. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He's doing great. But yeah, we were, um, we were really good friends because um, we were interning together um, at Playwrights Horizons. Yeah. Um, again, which was just such a great, uh, it was so, um, it was a really, really interesting experience being there because I got to um, um, work with people that I had studied about, like read about in school when I was in grad school. So like my very first day of my internship, um, uh, we were, um, James and Elaine were casting a, um, Christopher Durang play mm -hmm. and, um, and he was there, he was there in the audition. And, um, the actors who were coming in were people that I recognized from, um, television and yeah. soap operas. And like, you know, it was, uh, and it, and so it was just really eye opening um, to see that, uh, you know, what we see on t like the actors, um, we see on television also do theater and mm -hmm. um uh people that i was familiar with in this one uh, one area learning that their world as actors was much bigger than i yeah. than i knew about um and um and it was just really exciting to be in auditions that way and um as i stayed at playwrights horizons um reading new plays and watching how plays were developed and watching how the casting process influenced um, a play's development and um, working with um, directors and writers and um, that collaboration, how those, um, and uh, learning like what that job, what the job of casting is um, uh, was so fascinating to me. And mm -hmm. I thought that if I, um, if it didn't work out as if it didn't work out with me as an actor, then I could, that it would be um, uh, great to pursue casting. And, and then that's what happened. I ended up pursuing casting and, and I don't, and I've never missed being an actor. It's just been great to be cast. Were you cast simultaneously while you were interning there, were you still auditioning or was it still, were you kind of like, you know what, let me focus in on this casting internship, see how this goes. I'll probably go back and start to audition once the internship finishes. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the expectation or was it like, you know, were you able split, to split your time? How are you doing that? Yeah, my internship was a school year. So it was like okay. two semesters. And um, I uh, would dabble in, I would find, I would see um, auditions in backstage. And mm -hmm. so occasionally I would, I would uh, go to an audition um, and um, just, you know, just feel it out, see what it was like. And, um, and then uh, <laughs> I, um, auditioned for a job, a summer job at the Central Park Zoo. They were hiring um, actors um, to, um, yeah, 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 to do their, um, to do the shows, um, the kids shows at the zoo. Yeah. And um, so I auditioned for that and I got it. <laughs> like I got cast as one of the, uh, I was hired um, as one of the actors and um, found a community of actors that way. It was really fun we played with puppets and we sang songs and adorable <laughs> and that was like a summer yeah that was like a summer job um and during that time um i i uh that was at the end of my internship and so during that time i started um uh pursuing more um acting work and auditioning um and um didn't find much success. I wasn't very good at auditioning. I was pretty terrible at it, actually. Mm -hmm. 
And um, uh, yeah, it felt very, uh, it just wasn't uh, something, it wasn't a skill that I had developed enough um, in my, um, in my training. Um, and um, it's something now, it's interesting. Now I really, um, uh, when I teach, most of my teaching is focused on auditioning technique because yeah. I think, because that's all actors do is audition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. Um, so that was, a, 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 that was a, a great learning experience for me um, when I realized that I just wasn't very good at auditioning. Um, and I also just didn't um, have like the drive that I saw a lot of actors who, when I was doing my internship, the actors who were coming in and auditioning, I could tell there was a difference between them, what they were doing and what I was, mm. what I was doing. Um, there was such for the ones who were like just so serious and committed, um, there was like such a, such drive and ambition mm -hmm. um, that I just didn't have or passion that I, you know, I really just didn't have. Um, uh, and um, I was feeling, but I did feel passionately about casting. And right. so when I had the opportunity um, to then move into casting full-time, I took it. Um, I was offered, James and Elaine got a TV show called Ed, and they mm -hmm. needed an assistant. So they asked me if I would um, join them. And so then that's what happened. And then I've been casting ever since. <laughs> it's, it's really, I love hearing people's, I guess you can call them like origin stories, because it just explains mm -hmm. so much about it's kind of like when you <laughs> it sounds so silly as a comparison, but it's kind of like when you meet your friend's parents for the first time and you're like, oh, so much about you now makes sense in like the best way. It, <laughs> right. Same right. thing when I hear people's like origin stories, because it explains so much about like how they work and the way that they work. You know, I feel like something that's so wonderful about the way that I've always felt you in a room is mm -hmm. And I didn't know your MFA background, if I'm being really mm -hmm. totally candid. And it mm -hmm. tracks. Mm -hmm. You were an actor. And you've always mm -hmm. related to me and other fellow actors in a way that didn't feel – it doesn't feel like you've never done that before. Like it, you talk mm -hmm. with an understanding from a very personal perspective. And sometimes people just have that naturally. But now that I know, I'm like, oh, of course, duh. <laughs> like for me, it just yeah. makes a lot more sense with the way that you – do your job and how you do your job in a very mm -hmm. beautiful way. So thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. I'd love to chat with you about just like maybe like the highlight reel of what you love about your job now in this current state of affairs. And then I want to like kind of dive in and dissect some things about like where we are at in, in like yeah. the yeah. industry with it all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what I love, um, I will uh, just uh, – Personally, um, what I love, um, and I know I can get uh, I can get more broad and just like casting in general. Um, I'm going to start with like real specifics. Please, um, yeah, I love. I love my partners. I love mm -hmm. James Clary and I love Paul Davis, and I love how we work together. Um, uh, James has been my mentor for my entire career, and um, just somebody that I have a lot of respect and admiration for. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would have continued, um, had I not landed with him. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Paul is, uh, 
um, just a, a really fantastic um, casting director um, yeah. that I also just really respect and admire. And I just think the three of us have um, created um, a, a wonderful work environment for ourselves. And, and I think our office is just different from other offices um, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really, and I love that about us. I love how much we love actors. I love yeah. how much we respect um, uh, the, the craft mm-hmm. and um, how much we respect um, um, creative people. Um, I learned how to, I really learned how to, I know this is going to sound, it sounds kind of silly, like you should just know how to treat people, but I learned how to treat actors. I really learned how to treat actors. Like I learned, even though I had been an actor myself, there was something about being an actor where like, even in school where I felt like no one knows like, Oh, you just accept like being treated. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say badly, but kind of badly. Yes. No. <laughs> like, yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you're, do- like what you're doing is not important somehow, yeah. or it's like, or it's some kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's so you many know, of you that it doesn't even or matter. There's so like, many how of you, you that it doesn't matter exactly. how you feel. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I learned how wrong that was when I started working with James and when I did my internship and watching him and Elaine Aldaffer how they navigated a room and how they respected everyone. Um, I just learned how, no, this is important. And when someone comes in and they're sharing their work, they're sharing themselves, that needs attention and Mm -hmm. respect. And and there needs to be um, a recognition of that it took time for that person to prepare yeah. something and to do something to give of themselves. And yeah. I just think, um, and that's, and I really think that's what makes us different. Um, 100%. Also, there's a collaboration we, between the three of you that I feel yeah. perhaps people don't necessarily associate with casting directors because so many of them say are their own, you know, like individuals mm-hmm. who are just hired by project and, or there's a large office and it just feels like, again, there's like an individual mm-hmm it doesn't feel as collectively held. I feel like there is a collaboration that is so clear around the way you mm-hmm. all work and respect each other. And then mm-hmm. that also then feeds into the way you therefore respect the artists that come into your space. It's just this like respectful mm-hmm. feedback collaborative loop. That's just really lovely. So yeah. I'm echoing. That. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's, I, I totally agree. I think we, um, we're, we're all, we're, the three of us are just in each other's business all the time. Yeah. Um, even if, you know, if I'm taking the lead on something, James and Paul know what's going on. And if Paul's taking the lead, we all know what's going on. Same with James. We all know what's going on with each other's, with, um, all the projects. Um, yeah. and we're, and, and yeah, we're always supporting, we always support each other and we are good collaborators, I think. Um, I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. What about mm-hmm. on a more macro scale? Yeah. About so about my job. Yeah. Let's see. Well, um, I love that um, my job involves um, attending showcases, you know, um, discovering new people. Um, yeah. And then something that all casting directors do, um, making those discoveries and helping to launch um, careers. Um, my favorite thing is always like giving someone their first job, you know, yeah. like, um and then like seeing what happens um, after that, like um, how they grow and change and like where they go. Um, mm-hmm. 
And um, uh, that's always been a great joy, like to be able to be a part of someone's story. Um, Even if it's about, even if, you know, um, because I, plenty of actors that we've worked with and like, you know, been the, the office that has given them their first job, you know, sometimes what happens is they learn that this isn't the thing for them. And they move on to like maybe being producer, being a writer, being a director and watching that happen. Um, I just ran into, um, I was at a show and I ran into um, an actor that I cast in, um, there was a summer play festival many, many years ago at, um, that would happen at the public theater. And I cast him in the, in a play there. Like, I think it was like one of his first plays ever, like right out of school. Mm. Um, He was an undergrad at NYU. And now he's, you know, directing um, Christopher Abbott and um, uh, Aubrey Plaza Plaza, (laughs) and um, Danny and the Deep Blue Sea, you know, like now he's doing that, you know? And um, so it was just, um, so things like that. When I, when I watch someone's like career um, go in places that maybe, no, they didn't think of originally. And, um, but um, I I love that. I love, um, what else? Um, I do love um, the casting community um, uh, and um, connecting when we when we are able to, um, you know, connecting with them and like hearing about like what other people are experiencing and doing and yeah. how we are able how we are working together to create um, uh, more um, to create space for everyone. Yeah. On the flip yeah. side, what is yeah. like a misnomer that people either have about what what a casting director does or more specifically your job and or what is something that you that is just like a little bit frustrating that you are <laughs> consistently combating whether it's like because of the industry the way that it is or just the state mm-hmm. of the world or whatever yeah um let's see that's a really good question um so my job our job as casting directors it is not glamorous <laughs> <laughs> in the least i want i think that um uh it is not glamorous the way we work especially if you're an independent casting director um the way my office is you know we we kind of operate the same way that actors do it's like we're always looking for the next job mm-hmm. we're constantly fighting for um recognition and um credit and respect for what we do yeah. you know like things like getting recognized the same way that um scenic designers and lighting designers get recognized. Or like an award, we, not that awards matter, well, but like even just a simple category. Yeah, if we're going to award something yeah. else, then we should probably award the people that found the people that are doing the thing. But uh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Fighting for things like that. Um, yeah. It just, um, and so um, it's not a glamorous job. It's also a job that um, we get hired to do all the time. Like people are const- are always hiring us and also without a full understanding of what it takes to do the job kind of mm-hmm. similarly to being an actor i think um in what way um uh i think that like i mean actually i i think that more people understand what it takes to be an actor but i do think that there's definitely like a thing where you don't fully understand like how much effort and energy is required to um be a casting director and then to not be honored or respected you know yeah. um you know, forgetting, like, for example, like, you know, the New York Times very rarely lists like the casting director when they are noting a story, like when they're, when they're writing a story um, and they commend the acting yeah. <laughs> like yeah. in the cast uh, at the end of that story, they do not list 
the casting director, you know, um, and, um, yeah, so things like that. Uh, those are the things that sort of, um, that are, you know, that bother me. Yeah, it could weigh on you too, because it's like you're yeah. you're you're putting your all your time and energy and efforts and soul and passion mm-hmm. to deliver a a product that you're being paid for, but be something mm-hmm. that you know that you've brought your stamp on, like you've brought in mm-hmm. these people that you've built relationships with or you've seen do certain things that you know will be really valuable to this thing, and so it's it wouldn't the people who are in that room wouldn't necessarily have been there without you, and it's like to right. not be recognized mm-hmm. for that. Um, can weigh on you if it's happened over and over and over again. You've done this for years. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can imagine that doesn't feel great. Um, right, right. I just think it's important <laughs> to name those things, you know, because I think mm-hmm. there is an, uh, you know, it's a damned if you do and damned if you don't in some ways, but like mm-hmm. recognize that, oh, well, we can, well, this casting director never calls me in and X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Well, also like, let's, t- let's take a step back and recognize larger pictures at play or let's think about, you know, well, it seems like maybe this office, we can, we have these, we create these stories. I think so many of us to make sense of a industry that often doesn't make any sense and Mm -hmm. to recognize that it also doesn't make sense for other folks in the industry too. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a helpful reminder that like, we're actually all in this together (laughs) trying to just a lot of not making sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you're absolutely right. Um, like when I hear an actor tell me that, like, you know, well, you've never brought me in. I, um, I have a couple of responses. <laughs> like one of my responses is take a look at what we're casting, you know, mm-hmm. and if there, and if you find that there is something that you're right for, by all means, please contact us. And, you know, we can try to, you know, we'll figure out how to um, have you audition. Um, I, at the same, you know, but um we're, you know, I'm limited to like what projects we're working on. And sometimes I'm not, you know, not seeing like, you know, lots of people for, you know, um, or it's just like very specific, you know, like I'm not, you know, you just have to think about like, what is the office actually doing? And have you done enough to make yourself known to that office? It's really hard. There's so many casting directors and it's hard to like stay on top of that. And like, do you have relationships with that, with the, with the people who are not calling you in, have you made an effort to like meet them somehow or, you know, and are you staying on top of like the research of like what they're actually, what they're doing and if they do, if they're actually looking for you right now? Yeah. Well, I'm curious for you and your office, what are the ways that you like either a being kept in the loop by the folks who do know you and, or the Mm -hmm. folks who don't know you, how do you enjoy building those relationships with new people? Yeah. Um, I, um, let's see, I, I like to be, um, I can't always attend, um, things, uh, shows that I'm invited to, but I do really appreciate being invited. I appreciate Mm -hmm. someone saying to me, we're sending me an email and saying, I'm doing this reading on this day. Um, if you can come, uh, that would be great. Or inviting me to, um, um, to a show. Um, my, my schedule is, usually a little nutty, so I can't always, um, (laughs) make things, but I do take note and, um, and I like to know, um, and I think it's just an easy way to stay in touch with somebody is when you have Mm -hmm. some, when you have things going on and you want them to know, or, um, another great thing, um, another thing that is, uh, that I try to be better about too, is when I've brought, when I bring people into audition, 
Um, and um, we've had like a callback process say, um, I like to try to email actors after the callbacks to let them know how it went. I'm not always successful in getting that done, mm. um, but I try. <laughs> and, um, and I also uh, like it when I hear from the actors who have auditioned. Um, if, I, if I haven't reached out um, to say, hey, you know, you, did, you had a great callback, um, it's only because I haven't had I just haven't had the time to, mm-hmm. to do it. If the actor wants to email me, that's fantastic. And ask me how they, how they did. I love that because then I'm like, great. Then I can like answer this email. Yeah. Um, it helps like to um, keep our relationship going, you know? Yeah. That's um, such an interesting thing that I haven't heard, frankly, many casting directors enjoy because a time is so precious and how much time do we mm-hmm. have to respond but I think that there's something about the it's not the ask it's the like thank you for the callback I you know like if you have a time yeah. to chat about it I'd love to hear you know like how it landed versus like why didn't you hire me and why aren't yes. you know there's like the difference yeah. of mm-hmm. the curiosity around respecting your opinion because you were in mm-hmm. the room and recognizing mm-hmm. because you know more than we do on this other side of the table like what the actual need was and perhaps we really did everything that we could have done and it they wanted a blonde and I am a brunette you right. know like and I would <laughs> yeah. never know that and I sit here spiraling around it but I love right that. yeah exactly yeah 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 and I so I think um uh the more you can if and if you have um representation you can get that information through your representation but I'm I'm also very okay with people emailing me and asking me directly if there was something you know like uh, yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. you know, if there's anything you want to share with me about my audition, asking that is totally fine with me. Yeah. yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. And for folks who have not met you, um, mm-hmm. and they want to be seen by your office besides, or I guess initially, like, are you cool with the, like, Hey, I saw this breakdown. I actually, am really right for this. You don't know who I am. Here is me emailing you and submitting. Is it, mm-hmm. you know, if you have reps to help push your reps and have them do it, or is it like, Hey, I see that Eric is teaching this class. I need to take this class so that Erica knows mm-hmm. me. Like, what is the way for new folks to try to get in with you all? Yeah. All three of those ways. Those are all great ways to, to um, get to know us and um, have us get to know you, um, get to know the actor is by, um, if you see that we're teaching a class and the class sounds interesting um, um, and like something you want to, you want to do, um, I, I, I recommend that as, mm-hmm. a, as an, as an avenue. I also recommend if you see the a breakdown and you feel like the description matches um, to please email us and let us know. Um, and um, if you have representation, um, that's a great way. Um, have your representation contact us and, um, if um, the other thing um, that actors do um, that I think is smart is um, if you have a relationship with a writer or director um, going through, you know, asking them and they will then contact us and say, you know, um, I'd like to see Jennifer um, uh, have a good relationship with her. She did a play for me when she was, you know, last year, you know, mm-hmm. so I'd like to see her for this as well, you know, so um, that is also a great way to get it. And then, and then even if we don't know you, you're on our radar all of a sudden, because you've been introduced to us through a director, writer, producer. Yeah. I think we often Mm -hmm. forget that this is a, a 
industry built on relationships and Mm -hmm. nothing speaks louder than somebody who is vouching for you truthfully and honestly, because they actually have enjoyed working with you. Um, Right. Like the best form of a Yelp review, (laughs) you know, it's just like a person to person (laughs) verification of like, cool, cool, Mm -hmm. cool. This is a real human being and we can speak on behalf Mm -hmm. of A, their work ethic, but also be like their human self and you'll enjoy being around them or whatever it is. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a lovely reminder that, you know, perhaps if you're starting out and you don't necessarily have those casting director relationships, but you've done a lot of new works or you've done a lot of um, developments and you now have these relationships with other industry folks, they can also be of assistance for you in certain ways um, that perhaps we don't necessarily think about directly, obviously not like Mm -hmm. overdoing it and, you know, being a burden Mm -hmm. in, in all of that. Have you been using the same monologue for years and could use a new piece? Are you applying to BA, BFA, or MFA programs and need a monologue for that process? Are you simply someone who has no idea where to search for monologues? Well, lucky for you, I do what is called monologue sourcing, in which I find monologues specifically chosen for you. So many artists use pieces based off external labeling for types and roles, rather than find pieces sharing who they really are and what speaks to them. So we meet virtually together, and you share with me who you are as a human, what you love, dislike, your values, beliefs, family, friends, love, politics, you name it. I will help guide you through this, don't worry. And then I go off on my own, and I find you monologues chosen just for you that fit like a glove. I have been doing monologue sourcing for years as an extension of the coaching I do with artists, and I have found pieces in this way for over hundreds of artists thus far. So... If you are someone who wants to feel empowered about the monologues you bring into rooms and use for auditions, I would love to help you find them. And because you are a dedicated listener of the Empowered Artist Collective podcast, I want to provide you with a custom link to an exclusive rate when you check out today. Head to empoweredartistcollective.com slash podcast promo to register. That's empoweredartistcollective.com slash podcast promo. I cannot wait to find you monologues you absolutely adore. I would love to talk about, we kind of talked about in the beginning, but the <laughs> self-tape era that we're in at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, obviously, as you said, there's a lot of feelings around mm-hmm. um, the, is this better? Is it worse? The fact remains it's going to remain in some capacity, I think, forever. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd love to unpack with you the do's and the don'ts and the this is cool, this is not, or these are the expectations, or these are the not, like just from your office, having watched and will continue to watch many a self-tape, like Mm -hmm. what is flying and what is not flying at the moment? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, let's see. Um, I I think that uh, the self-tape option or the Zoom option, um, like you said, it's not going away. continuing. Um, and, um, I, the positives on my end, um, I think actors can go either way on this. Um, but the positive for me, um, is that, um, I'm able to see more actors Mm -hmm. to be like in the, like I can request more self tapes because we're not beholden to like, um, uh, a limited amount of time, like in a space yeah. where we used to bring people in um, 
auditions, I would have to limit the number of people we would see because we only had a certain number of time um, in a space and space costs money. And, you know, we would have to limit uh, based on budgets, you know, from like the theaters that we cast for or even like TV shows. Um, uh, so I, it's expanded um, my world as a casting director and, and the reach. Um, uh, I've been able to um, see actors work that maybe I wouldn't be able to see because of like a, having a limited amount of um, space, um, mm-hmm. audition space and not, and not being able to see like people, you know, like who are newer um, and taking risks that way. So I feel like I can take more risks um, mm-hmm. in this, in this current, in our current space, which has been okay. really great um, for me um, uh, as a, as a casting director. Um, and I think, other casting directors would probably agree with that. Um, again, I'm not sure um, how actors always feel about that. Um, uh, I know that it, it can feel like, you know, you're making a tape and just kind of throwing it into a void. You don't hear anything. And, and that's frustrating. I can totally understand that because at least if you're in the room, you kind of get a feeling, you, you've seen a person, um, you've watched them react to your work. Um, and, and so and so in that respect, I understand how it can be frustrating. Um, um, I watch every tape that comes in. Um, Say you know, that louder for the people. In I the know. Back. <laughs> exactly. I watch every tape that comes in. Yeah. And so, so do my partners. We watch everything. Um, and um, in its entirety. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like um, if we've got like uh you know, uh, if we were asked somebody to, to make a tape, I feel like the least I can do is watch it. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I'm asking that kind of rhetorically though. Sometimes it yeah. does when you've sent out a bunch and you're like, well, this is just a waste of my time. You know, like you do get to yeah. that point with exactly what you're saying of like the lack of any kind of feedback. You're like, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm just literally putting things at a wall and the wall is a wall. Um, yeah. and so I just, it's lovely to just hear it. <laughs> like and and confirm it we all I think again we all conceptually know it like why would somebody Mm -hmm. ask for something that they don't want like you all have so much time and if Mm -hmm. you've even gotten the appointment that's a win and so if (laughs) if a casting director is asking for a tape that if they know the material is probably going to take four minutes including your slate that's four minutes times 80 people like that's a Mm -hmm. lot of minutes right there I'm terrible at math I'm an actor but here you know like that's a lot of time Mm. you wouldn't request it of me if you didn't actually want to watch it so I think just like trusting that process a little bit and hearing Mm -hmm. you say it is helpful for the reminder that like this is it is going somewhere to a person who has a job to complete Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah 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 exactly it's going somewhere absolutely and I would feel um I would feel kind of foolish if I didn't watch someone's tape and then sent it to a direct like fully and then sent it to the director and the director's like oh this they did something like and come if they made a comment about something that the person did in their tape if i wasn't aware of it that would be really bad (laughs) yeah yeah i guess it's more just like if you like start watching a tape and you're like "Mm," like i don't right you know it's like then the question is like Mm -hmm. have you watched it but also at that point it's you know you know what you're Mm -hmm. looking for um yeah 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 it's a puzzle really too Mm -hmm. you know it's like you're trying to build a put a puzzle together and these are the missing Mm -hmm. pieces and if you know that this is a 
corner piece and this person's the middle piece and that's not what you're looking for, then it, it's just not just not going to fit at that moment. But maybe at some point you are looking for the middle piece and not the corner piece. And then it is. Right, right. Um, right. What about on like the technical part of it? What in self-tapes mm -hmm. really works for you lighting-wise and sound-wise and backgrounds and microphones or not or cameras and props mm -hmm. and what doesn't? What is working? What does not? I stole this um, from um, somebody in LA. I was on a panel way in the beginning of the, like in the shutdown when we were just, mm -hmm. when all we were doing was panels and talking and yeah. it was just Zoom all the time. <laughs> it was just like constant panels. Doesn't it feel <laughs> like, it feels like years ago and it was uh, years ago, but it also feels like two days ago and I don't I yeah. remember. It's just a, yep. Anyway, panels. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> panels. Oh, yeah. So I was on a panel and a casting director from LA was talking about self-tapes and what they liked. And and I just thought this was like the easiest, smartest advice. It was like the lighting is um, you're lit well enough where I can see the color of your eyes um, and the sound quality is good enough that I can hear you and I can hear you over your reader. Um, your voice is the dominant voice in the tape. Um, and I've just stuck with that. And that's fine with me. Um, I'm is if I can see you and I can hear you, great. Um, if that means that you need to invest in a in a in a sort of lighting kit or something because your light, the lighting in your house isn't great, or I think you have to just take into consideration what you have in your home um, already. If something needs to be boosted, then 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 boost it, you know, because it's an investment, but it's also you're going to be making tapes, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully you're going to um, be, be asked to do that. And if, and if that means that you just need to like, uh, the area in your house where you want to put your tape, put yourself on tape, the lighting's not great. Okay, I need to get some better lighting. Um, my computer doesn't pick up sound the way I'd like it to, or my, you know, so maybe I need to get an external microphone or maybe my phone isn't recording the way I want to. So I'm just going to get an external microphone for my phone. Um, and those little, those things, um, it doesn't have to cost a ton of money. I think you can probably invest in some equipment that doesn't cost a ton of money. I think you can ask friends at this point. I think there's a lot of people with, with setups that they feel that they feel good about, um, that you can talk to, um, probably have a friend who, <laughs> um, um, has done that. Uh, and, um, if you want to have a, um, a screen, some kind of background blue or gray or green, whatever <laughs> you can, it's not required. Um, in my mind, it's not required. Um, you also don't have to feel like you have to be on a set. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that props are great. Props can be very grounding and be helpful. Um, and, um, you can use props. Uh, and at the same time, you do not have to be on a set. Yeah. Um, if the scene takes place in a kitchen, don't feel like you have to set yourself in the kitchen. Um, don't feel like you have to set yourself, you know. Just because um, of whatever show, somebody's like, I yeah, 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 making yeah. dinner. I but, don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't have to become a cooking show. Um, uh, so I would also uh, offer um, to maybe treat it as much as you can, like you're entering, like you, like you are going into a room. And seeing people, um, I know that there are some actors who need to maybe leave their homes in order to do their self tapes because it's too comfortable at home. And so, if you have a uh, have somewhere that you like to go where you can make a tape, um, 
then, then go for it. But I'm not, I'm the only thing I encourage is to do what makes you feel like you're going to do your best work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not encouraging spending a ton of money. If spending a ton of money makes you feel good yeah. <laughs> about like, it makes you feel like you did your best work, then great, then go for it. But, um, but not because I told you to do that or anybody else told you to do that. Yeah. Um, if it makes you feel good to go have somebody else do the tape for you, like you go to a space and they make, and they record the tape because you feel like technically you're just not up to speed or you don't want to deal with any of that because like you want to focus on doing um, the work and that you, it's hard for you to navigate both of those things. And you know that about yourself, then go to that, that um, go to that place where you feel comfortable yeah. and somebody's going to help you out. Yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts on uh, social media presences or people's websites being found mm-hmm. on the interwebs? Yeah, I love it when an actor has a website um, because um, and that they're easily easy to find. Please be easy to find. Um, I'm having a hard time finding somebody right now, in fact, yeah. <laughs> because I Googled them and like they don't seem to have a website or they don't seem to be easy to contact. They don't seem to have like an actor's access page or, you know, and, um, that's, so that can be very frustrating. Um, so I say, please be accessible (laughs) in some way. On the website, Um, do you like specific things? Is there like a, are you cool with just like a photo, an email and a coming soon? Or is it more like you want to see some reels and you want to see the resume and you want it like, what exactly is your ideal website? If you had to create your bullet point? I think if you don't want to publish your contact information, then having a contact contact me page, totally great and fine. Um, I think if you have material um, uh, that you that you feel proud of and that shows you off, um, uh, please make that available on your website. Um, if you have some photos that you want to publish from, like still photos from productions that you've been in, go for it. If your resume is on, is there. Uh, the basics for me are headshot and resume and a way to contact you. If it's, if it's, if it's just the comfort of having like a contact page because you don't want your contact information out. Um, I totally respect that. And that's fine. As long as I can send you a message and you get back to me. Great. Um, um, yeah, but those are just the three basic things. Um, and and everything else is cake. (laughs) Great. If you are casting a project and somebody has a large social media following versus somebody who doesn't. Mm-hmm. What is what happens? This is a great question, and I'll tell you what I think is important to understand is it takes time to have a social media presence. Mm-hmm. You don't when you're first starting out, getting caught up in like how many followers do I have before you've done anything to follow is um it's not the way your brain should be going. Like your first thought should be about, okay, how do I want to look on social media as somebody who has, who's just starting out, you know, like um, what is my social media about before I've done anything? Mm -hmm. Um, um, And so your focus should be more about if, if you, like, if you haven't acquired, if you have acquired representation, how are you going to work with your agent or, and or manager? Um, what are the things that you like that you want to be seen for? How are you going to start building relationships? You know, how am I going to start down this path? What classes am I going to take? Um, 
what um, museums am I going to visit? What what things yeah. am I going to do for my ment- for my mental health um, to keep myself um, mentally um, healthy? Um, how is my um, what's my social life going to look like? Um, what's my job going to be like? How am I going to pay my bills while I'm auditioning? So that's where you need to start before you get into like social media presence because the the times when we talk about social media presence are when we're casting Broadway um, and we're talking about people who are borderline famous, mm-hmm. you know, like who are those people who have like a big following on social media um, that I can put on stage um, that are, that are going to sell tickets. Yeah. You know, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about like um, somebody who's just out of school who hasn't, you know, we'll talk about them to understudy, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. something like that. But, but, um, getting, um, but getting a little obsessed with like having a following on social media before you've actually honed in on like how you, what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And how you want to ever like been the deciding factor though. Like, let's say you have somebody who is arguably an influencer and they've really figured mm-hmm. out their social media. Arguably they've become really well-known on TikTok and blown up in that kind mm-hmm. of way or somebody yeah. who has, who doesn't care as much about the social media and is really honed in on their craft. And, um, but one can really sell your tickets and one could probably act it better. <laughs> is that yeah. a thing that is talked about in rooms? Um, Yes. I'm sure that it is. It's always um, going to be the case that, you know, we're always, especially when you're talking about Broadway, um, you always have to think about selling tickets. And it always has to, there. when you're talking about commercial, I'm just going to talk about theater right now, yeah. but like when you, when you're talking about commercial theater, um, you have to think about ticket sales. Maybe you have a, maybe you have that slot of the person who, can be like the bigger draw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the slot of the person who is going to um, maybe be the stronger uh, actor. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it all merges together. <laughs> hopefully yeah. you have like, it's the same. And I think it also just depends on what it is and what, what, what you're casting. And what, I think that's the fear like. though, right? I know at least like yeah. amongst friends, it's like, God, if I had had more followers, then maybe I would be booking more because I'd be mm-hmm. viewed as somebody who is ingrained marketing in addition mm-hmm. to being talented versus right, like, oh, right. I hate social media. And I'm really bothered that this has to be part of my job now because I just want to do the mm-hmm. thing. But now I know I'm losing out to people who have larger social media followings because they figured it out or like it more. And I, yeah. I guess the fear around it having to be now another thing that people need to focus on in order for yeah. them to be booking. I don't have the answer to that. And I guess that's what I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I know what you're, I, I know what you're asking. And I'm also, yeah. I'm also a little bit like, um, I, 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 I want to say, um, what do I want to say? I think when you, have like a social media presence and you're highlighting something you're really good at um or something you are passionate about um that can draw some that can draw attention to you um in a way that feels more organic and more um sincere 
um, rather than what can I do? Like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not, uh, I, I don't have enough of a following. No one's yeah. paying attention to me. And I know you're talking about more than just like how to get a job. I know it's like kind of like a broader. Yeah. I it's a fear. It's a it's fear, a fear thing. A hundred percent. Just because like the rate at which TikTok specifically, but social media is blowing up and it's a tool. But then there are people, myself included in many respects, that are like averse to using yeah. it in that way because it's not why we became artists. We became mm -hmm. artists to like tell the stories. And now it's like, okay, well, now how do I tell my own story? Now all of a sudden I have to be public about my own personal life or I have to be, yeah. you know, communicating things in an interesting way that is compelling for people to find me interested. It's like there's something mm -hmm. about that that feels so antithetical to like why so many of us got into it to begin with. And I know we're not going to like solve it here, but I guess, I don't know if like, I don't want to beat a dead horse well, do either. You think, no, no, no. Do you think, um, this is what I, what makes me kind of what I, a change that like what you're talking about is a change that I'm not fully comfortable with is feeling like there aren't really any like like stars anymore it's kind yeah. of like you can self-make just you can just self-make and that feels kind of i i don't know i don't i don't love it it's the same <laughs> no i think that's I don't, like really what i'm getting at it's yeah 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 it just feels kind of i don't i don't have the answer yeah um but i don't i know that i i don't um i i i don't know i i i don't um all this like being able to just get attention for or or become like really popular for the type of shoes you wear or like yeah. i don't know like, but, i know, you know and, and somehow that very, now correlates to you booking a part yeah <laughs> booking, yeah and it's very and it's very frustrating um yeah i understand what you're talking about and i yeah. feel in that um but should we just I accept that like, this is kind of the reality and that is a thing that uh, we just need to accept like is that what or should we are the those of us who are not as drawn to that kind of presence just trust <laughs> i do th i still believe that talent rises and yeah. there is a lot of space still for um I'm not casting, I know, and I know this is not glamorous at all. I know that it's not like, you know, I, I'm not really, I'm not casting influencers at Yale Rep. Yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's not like, um, I know that that's not like the big money and the big, you know, but I, no, I people am. People know Yale I'm Rep. Still, it's, it, people yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> those, so I'm not even having those conversations on right. like the level on with the, companies that I work for. We're not Great. having those conversations. Then that's yeah. then that's a helpful that's a helpful step that we're not hearing it across. I guess it's just when it comes mm -hmm. to the real commercial part of the industry that is yeah. now a bit more of the conversation and we all just kind of need to figure out how we feel comfortable with that for ourselves. I think is maybe where we sit. Is that it? Just get comfy <sighs> and decide and mosey along. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I guess so. It, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a weird. It's, it, it does feel you change and like all. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me get let me get us out of that little hole. I know our time yeah. is winding down. Um, is there anything else that's on your heart that you feel? Um, 
an actor or a performer or somebody who might be coming through your doors at some point, um, mm -hmm. it would be helpful for them to know directly from you that we did not talk about. Mm, good question. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I think that maybe just know that we're that we're always rooting for you. Mm -hmm. Um that we're always hoping for you to do your best work. Um we're always rooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. And um yeah, and also um to listen to this podcast. It's really great. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Hopefully the person doing... is listening is listening to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Like <laughs> keep listening. Tell your friends. Thank you. Thank you. Um no, I know we didn't even get to like talk ever. about it, but yeah. we have we do have like overlap with like who we serve with your she collective. For anybody mm -hmm. who wants to work with you, who wants to know a little bit more about that, who wants to reach oh. out, like share within yeah. your boundaries, like all the different ways, the things that you're doing and how people can work and get in contact with you. Yeah. Um, I, um, I co run a company called she collective, um, with, um, uh, Danny super, uh, and you can find us at shecollective.com. We have a website. Our contact information is there. You can contact me, Erica, at she collect, she dash collective.com. Um, we offer classes, um, for, female identifying artist. Um, so um, we'd love for you to participate. Anybody who wants to participate can. It's a, it's a great, I, I'm really proud of what the work we do. Mm -hmm. um, so please um, join us. Yeah. Amazing. And if anybody yeah. wants to introduce themselves or seize a project that you're working on, what is the best way mm -hmm. for people to reach out in that capacity? Yeah. Um, email is great. It's um, Erica at CaleriJensenDavis.com. It's not a secret. Uh, we have a website as well. So mm -hmm. my contact information is there. So it's totally, you know, please, you can email me if you, if, um, if there's a project that we're working on that you're interested in, um, that's totally fine. I love that yeah. you don't gatekeep that contact. Um, I just have to say that because it's really yeah, it's lovely. Not um yeah. so thank you I don't I, yeah it doesn't seem it doesn't <laughs> seem to it's not useful for me to yeah. to not <laughs> yeah 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 um Thank you for being a champion of actors the way that you and your office have thus far. It's I really mean it when I say whenever I have been in space, um, I do feel you all championing me and rooting for me and other folks in the space. Um, and I really appreciate you coming in here and just opening your heart and um mm -hmm. spirit and sharing so thank you for being on mm -hmm. um this podcast with us thank you jennifer thank you so much um mm -hmm. thanks for making this space i just think it's great i think thank what you. you're doing is wonderful yeah thank you <laughs> thanks if something in this episode resonated with you, and more importantly, if this podcast means something to you, it would mean the most to us if you would leave us a positive review. This means the most in podcast land and allows us to continue creating these episodes for you weekly. If you are not yet doing so, please follow us on Instagram at Empowered Artist Collective, on TikTok at Empower Artist Collective, more on our website at empoweredartistcollective.com. If you are seeking some fun, cute merchandise, we have that link for you in the show notes. As always, I am so endlessly grateful that you keep on coming back, and we will be back again next week. Until then.